0: Owners. How are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm
1: very well, thank you.
0: Thank
1: you very much. Do we ever say to each other? Yes, we do. We do say how are you not in the morning. When we come down in the morning. We do, we
0: say how have you slept? How are you? Yeah, we do. We're polite, we're nice. The girls are really, really polite.
1: Oh, it's funny you should say that, because the last couple of days we've noticed they haven't said how are you, just saying, they just say good morning. And I thought I must say to them how are you, to say, oh. remind them to say how are you? and wait for the answer. Because oh. two people too often people will ask people how they are but not actually wait for the answer
0: and how, to are you, so guys, how are you guys listening and watching
1: give us a, just one line or one word on how you are this morning yeah. and we'll read some out in a minute
0: do you remember we used to have that little flip chart i'm going to try and modulate my voice because i realize obviously i have impacted wax in my ears that i need to get sorted that's a lovely that's a lovely level oh i see i think it's a lovely reference to wax um <laughs> and um yeah, we used to have a, a flip thing that we used to put in the hall, and you would flick it to an, emo- an emoji emotion to yeah. remember for the day. We never opened it once. Discombobulated was in there, wasn't it? Oh it was yeah, one of your favourites. Here we go. Look, a frog alive. Alive. Laura Williams knackered. Mm. Anne Carol, excited. Kylie Syed buggered. Oh. Hope not literally. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, redundant Claire Charard. Oh dear. Uh, Creator Holly oh. hungry. Um, at the time, Mark looks like he could be very well be part of the Beatles today.
1: I know, get up and do a little Beatles burst. And and on. And on. No, don't do a Beatles burst. Yeah, be sing a, a little Beatles Beatles song. Burst. Go on, do a Beatles.
0: Like... <laughs> Is that a
1: Beatles song?
0: <laughs> Spread
1: your golden wings No, do, and a, golden do one we all know. Okay, that's enough. No, it's boring black now. Black. Stop, trust me. It's boring. Da, oh, da, God.
0: Da, 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 da. No, that's enough. That. It's not Hang on. it's not the one that
1: anybody likes. Why couldn't you choose one that we all like? I can't think of one fucking Beatles tune now. It's that weird
0: moment, isn't it, when they do that? We sing, it, it, be, we sing it in Greenfigure all let the time. Let it be, let it be, oh, let it be. We all live in a yellow summer. <laughs> sort of okay, dry. that's enough now.
1: So, everybody, we have a great little show for you today. That's a
0: big promise. The
1: best TV show not on TV is the way we're often described. <clears throat> and I love that. I think it's my most favourite thing that's ever been said.
0: Let it fly, let it fly. She's leaving home, says Sally Webb. Who's leaving home? Yeah, cross talk, cross talk, talk to talk to the conversation that's happening in the room, guys. <laughs> we, it's its a bit random when someone suddenly says, yeah, no, I actually went down the A4. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, the song reminds me of Nanny Die. absolutely. Because the thing about Blackbird singing in the dead of night is me and my mum break into song in the night all do. the time. I know you And we never know the lyrics. We and just- And as
1: lovely as your mum is, her singing is, like chalk on a blackboard. Bit like you. No, it is not as bad. My, you can't. It's not like that. My singing.
0: Yeah, my mum does tend to do that sort of repetitive noise thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Susan Sellings. Nervous for my procedure tomorrow. Sending you love. Sending oh, you, sending love. you love. Sending you love.
1: big love. So scary when you have anything mm. like that done, isn't it? But and the anything word, done. And the
0: word procedure, it, it's not, it's not nice, is it? It always feels a bit, hmm, okay. Could but be a you'll bit, be fine. You'll be absolutely fine. Absolutely fine.
1: So today we have got, yeah, we've got a real, uh, very little lineup for you. Mark, let me cough. Cough?
0: Do you want to kick Oh, off? I thought you said you yeah. want to have a cough. <laughs> no, I'll have a cough first serious story there's not an awful lot to be said about this but it's something that nandia quite rightly uh, has wanted us over the weeks to kind of push into uh, sort of center stage of it is the sarah sharif story this this tragic story of this young girl uh who died under suspicious circumstances in suspicious circumstances and then her stepfather well let's do the story and, after and just, and
1: just give a lineup of what's happened Because we're going to do the story, aren't we? Why do you do this every time
0: you ask me to do something and then you tell me how to do it? No, because I thought we were just saying what's what's coming up.
1: I thought we were saying what's coming up. And you were going to do the whole thing because right? I think it tonally
0: feels very different to sorry. the rest of everything.
1: I know, so it is about the that I'm sorry, and I do apologise. and that was making a decision to tonally yes. think
0: everything else is really like you know I and that's really serious. Do you know
1: what? I was completely wrong, and I apologise. Okay. Because I thought I'd I'd said to you wrongly we were starting with that. So I no 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 no. Wrong. That's not it. It's
0: just. The- feel yes. that we could now you're right I was, I was wrong I was wrong. anyway sorry. so this is the Sara sharif story and um this is the story that actually i think what's really interesting about this is the way in which the british authorities have managed to make the pakistan authorities do something that we needed them to do they became it was like a t- a, a noose tightening kind of process wasn't it of make giving them f- fewer and fewer options the father the stepmother and the uncle who essentially dashed out of this country under suspicious circumstances following having reported the fact that this girl had died. Um, I'm unclear. You know the so story say, better than me, I'm so unclear. So sorry,
1: are we doing the story now? I didn't yes, know the reason. I'm so sorry. Personally
0: so... it's totally different to everything. I'm so I'm sorry. I still thought you were just telling <laughs> them what's coming up.
1: I saw what right, okay. I'm really sorry. So okay. So this is the little girl, Sarah Sharif. We've spoken about it on here before about, and, and we've we've all felt a bit upset really that this 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 story just doesn't seem to have been a thing within the media. And I, you know, we are, you know, I think we all felt, didn't we, that this was because she wasn't the traditional little sort of blue eyed, blonde haired girl. You know, she's, I think, I'm not sure where her mother's from, but her father's uh, Pakistani. And I, I just think it, it, it's such a huge story. And yet it, we have seen so little about it for instance not a single person has said to me a single line about this little girl Mm. and if you think about that that's very odd you know there she is look beautiful photogenic you know and i'm afraid the world is all about that you know and in any other situation if this girl had blonde hair now it would be everywhere Mm. so you know, what she must have endured because <clears throat> she was, uh, she was found dead. Now, there's a new part of the story with this. She was found dead and the, the initial um, news reports were that the father had contacted the police here and said that she'd fallen down the stairs and died. This was 24 hours after they, yeah. they were in Pakistan. Yeah. Um th- since the post-mortem, they found that she had multiple injuries that would definitely have been sustained over a long period of time. Poor, poor, poor little girl. I mean, my God, one just can't even imagine what she must have been going through in that, in that house. So she had her stepmother there, her uncle, she had her, her brother from the same mother, and I think two other children with the stepmother. They all lived in this house. So they all fled to Pakistan. And like Mark says, there has been this this incredible, actually, communication that's been going on between the British police and the Pakistani police. The Pakistani police put out, you know, they, they really went after them, got them in. And apparently they have now returned, but of their own free will. They were not forced onto the plane. They weren't arrested.
0: I've heard differently. And then
1: three police when from here, I think two vans went onto the plane and then I think they were arrested
0: on the plane. I've heard reports that they were essentially offered a kind of, it was like a plea deal. You have to face the authorities in the UK, otherwise the Pakistani authorities were promising not illegal actions, but they were closing in on every single extended member of all their families. Right. So the pressure, they were putting the pressure on they Okay, they're saying it's of their free own free will. Yeah, that's what the statement said. Well, the, but
1: maybe that's there was something else going on behind, the, behind those
0: doors to say. Yeah, which I think, I don't yeah. know, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes.
1: They need to come back and they need to answer. Yeah. You know, if it wasn't them that, that, that played a part in this death, we need to know because you just cannot have th- this situation uh their the mother the mother of this these this poor child of course is desperate for her son as well but those children have been taken into care in pakistan hmm. so her poor mom she still doesn't know she's she still doesn't know what's gonna happen someone's her saying son. her mother's
0: in poland her mother's polish. her mother's polish, oh, yeah, polish. polish Catherine cronin yeah. did- makes a really Catherine cronin i'm going to read your point a really important point actually because i think this is true um, maybe keeping it out of the press in a major way was part of the plan to get them back. Because what I've okay. heard is is that the Absolutely Pakistani authorities about a week ago were saying something along the lines of, they are managing to stay so far ahead of our interrog- our investigations precisely oh. because they are keeping such a close eye on the way the story was being wow. reported in the UK. Oh, thank
1: you for that. So
0: maybe what we have felt is a, a sort of, as you like, yeah, a sort of limiting, if you like, or censoring of the story or control of the story. Oh, do
1: you know what? I've got a few journalist friends I'm going to ask them if they know anything <laughs> about that, because that would be really interesting. Well, I think that them. would be Thank fascinating. you for that. That's a really interesting point. I mean, maybe I just went into protection mode because I just thought, why isn't this? No, I think, getting... but I think
0: what you're saying is absolutely apt. I think right at the beginning of this story happening, I think it wasn't given the the priority or mm. or focus that, say, some uh, Dorney, I think you've just mentioned the Madeleine McCann story. You know, rightly we think I think still has sort of prominence in the press. And then you get a story like this, and you sort of think, okay, well, you know, it, it just doesn't suit the narrative. It's not clear enough. Sometimes the the brutality of the news gathering news media outlets is unless there's a clear story it's not worth talking about in a sense Mm. so i mean there are so
1: many children that go missing every so many children and it is a lottery who gets who gets picked up Mm. um you know to have their story played out but um i'm i'm just so pleased they are back now he's
0: Yes, good. it's good it... good isn't it faith that the pakistani police have caught. yeah them. this has
1: been amazing i just i'm so worried about the brother now in care in pakistan and there's <clears> there's <throat> no end to that they're not giving an end date i don't know how long mm, those children will mm, be there yeah. um now they are saying that the reason that they fled was because they were scared that they would be arrested and tortured here
0: so that's right. why they went
1: back to pakistan yeah. so today the stepmother has read out a statement from herself and Sarah's father. He sat there, he doesn't say a single word. It's the oddest thing. Saying
0: what?
1: Just saying that um, the media has reported it all wrongly, that he never phoned and said that she'd fallen down the stairs and broken her neck. It's quite something watching her read this actually. And that their, their children are now hungry. Because they are being hounded in Pakistan, they're terrified to go out, the kids are terrified to go out, all the family members are terrified to leave the house. I hear all of that. What I also hear is those three children in the middle of this. They've mm. been taken in the middle of the night to Pakistan. Then they've got baying crowds. Now they're put into care. A oh fraud no, no
0: emotion. Awful no emotion.
1: awful for those children. Was there
0: any expression of emotion or did it seem did they see no like, but you know no I mean, I none. Could...
1: but you know what also who knows what her situation is mm. the stepmother who knows she she looked quite young you know she's been given the job of reading the statement you know what kind of we don't exactly know. faith
0: goodman whatever he what says they still contr- left a dead child alone in the house i mean i think uh, i think this is you know, there's they're, no they're, they're still doubling down as I've read it, they're still doubling down on this idea that they're calling it an incident happened and they an panicked. Inc- as you rightly say, y- you might panic, but unless there's guilt involved, I'm sorry, you don't go legging it.
1: But also the fact that we've been told that she has sustained injuries, Precisely, that have been you know, we know, you know, you know, you know. So anyway, but the fact yeah. that he has sat and yeah. let her read that statement, his young wife yeah. suggests to me, is she somebody that is being completely controlled
0: the amount of times women are pushed to the front and are always sort of foregrounded in these 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 horrific stories well we'll talk about that that kind of okay well i mean that was the idea was that's a very serious it's very sensitive it's very sad and moving story that's the development and i think it's good i think it's a terrible thing to say because i think faith you kind of infer this i had no faith and this is a kind of culturally kind of terrible kind of i just thought oh Nothing's going to be able to be done here. I don't know. I mean, Pakistan feels so sort of, you know, it's going through so many sort of, you know, I don't know, sort of gyrations of kind of upset and chaos in government and everything. And you hear so many sort of negative things about things there. That you just, I just thought, how are we going to be able to get any kind of coherent kind of uh, dialogue going? But it, it would appear that we've managed to. And the the, I think this the is two really good.
1: police forces have worked yeah, yeah, in conjunction, yeah. and, I think and really thank God, and thank God for that. And, and who was it that said that? That maybe there's been a blank. blank yeah. Catherine
0: Cronin, I think. Yeah, it's I, really I, I think that's a good point. Yeah. Okay, so. You guys. Yeah. You guys. You so are. I'm the, just
1: saying on Instagram. The fourth wall. I love the way that we discuss. You know, you don't get that on telly, and we do often when we say to a we sit and we go, "Oh God, what about so mm, and So sad, and what about that?" No, yeah, no, and
0: also same. you really change how we think about things. So at mm. the end, you know, after this, we will talk about that sort of detail, and you know, so it's, I'm going to yeah. do some digging. Okay, about, yeah? so let's talk about some of the more silly things. Um, th- let's start with this. Nadia sent me a meme today uh, on Instagram, and uh, it was <laughs> it. it it's both funny and serious. I like this. Do you want to explain? Can you see it? Well, or the can first thing—the
1: first thing about this is, I can't remember who sent me this. S- Lisa sent me it. I can't remember now who sent me it. But um, every all the women that I've then sent it to have—can oh, I bring your glasses down? Uh, uh, Just for one second, then I'll go and get mine. <clears throat> um, have have like laughed because that is the first reaction. When a woman laughs during an argument, please know that the psycho part of her brain has been activated, abort mission, right? When a woman laughs during an argument, please know that the psycho part of her brain has been activated, abort mission. (laughs) I think that's... I think that's...
0: <laughs> discussed. So I posted something on Insta Stories of coffee morning saying, "Where uh, are we? Hanging down? Is, is Virgil, are we sort of gone all funny? And are we back? Hang on. Uh, let's just pause. We lost. We lost you last night. I'm just just double double checking. We haven't lost you now, have we? Are we buffering? Gone all wibbly. Okay, just one second. Uh, We're back. How's that? Are we in sync? Uh, 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 uh. Just give us a second. Back, Leo. Perfect. Go sketch Club. Good. Okay. Sorry. What are you saying?
1: You were saying what you
0: put on insta. oh yeah i so i popped on insta stories uh the psycho bitch is back you know the, this idea which really and i used a photo from um, fatal attraction you know the idea of you know the, the bunny boiler and all that kind of stuff and there's this weird strange thing in amongst between men and women and amongst men this idea of oh yeah you know some men some men will say oh yeah i'm really drawn to batshit crazy kind of nut jobs and psychos and why are curly red-haired women always madder than you know there's there's all these kind of stereotypes and archetypes and all that kind of stuff but the i thing think th- also with that there's a kind
1: of connotation when i was younger mm. that those women are going to be the women that are wilder in bed yes. that you're going to have big breakups and big makeups
0: yeah and it was worth the sacrifice it's
1: been interesting talking to my uh, to our daughters about this and they said, you know they bring it up like it's a new thing and I thought god this has always been the way hasn't it you know this oh god like, it's so I annoying because of course the difference for young girls now is and boys is that that because of social media it can feel to them like I it know. is an absolute thing that Every man thinks like that, you know. Like they'll say to me,
0: "Sorry, it's just Leo's birthday. We'll see your oh, birthday. Leor, bless birthday, you, you. birthday, Leo. Happy birthday, honey. Happy birthday." Um,
1: and Sorry. you know, this idea that they're that that like, what was I saying? Oh yeah. So they say, "Oh God, all all the all these guys." Well, it's not all these guys. It can just feel like that when there's a trend on social media. Why do all guys say they want a psycho girlfriend? what you know is so annoying why do they want a psycho girlfriend and you could see when they were younger it was something that they were like confused about do i have to be crazy do i have to go nuts now i've spoken before very honestly here about the fact that i have and now when we learn so much about adhd god we understand all there's so much of that stuff but i can when i'm pushed when i get to the edge you would absolutely go, wow, psycho bitch from hell, because I I just, I lose it. I see red. All the connotation, you know, the curly hair, the mad, but all those things that men will say. kind of exaggerating. No, no, I do. Not at all. Not at all. And sometimes (laughs) my daughters have seen me do that. And I realised just recently over the last year that that's got a little bit warped in their head. Because what they see there is like, wow, mum is in like her full power when she does that. And she doesn't take any shit. And they'll say, You've really got strong boundaries, mum. And you've really, that's why I was drilling in a bit the other day when when one of them said, You've got really good boundaries. Mm. I didn't want her to think that it's when I lose my shit. Mm. And so the way that I talk to them about it now, as I have so much more understanding of me and the way that I work and all of it, is listen. I might look super powerful. I might look like I'm almost on a stallion riding and I have all the power and everybody's listening to me and I am this thing. I said, let me tell you, it is the moment that I am at my most vulnerable because when your feelings are, and when your emotions are deregulated like that, you, you are vulnerable. So if you are the girl who, loses her shit say you're young you've got a boyfriend you lose your shit in the pub and you go batshit crazy and you run out of the pub screaming and shouting you want to have a fight with someone you want to have that guy that you're with and everybody else has the power to go wow bit psycho it is the most controlling thing it is completely controlling you know, I I have said to them, avoid like the plague, a boy that says, oh, I really like a psycho girlfriend. Why do you like a psycho girlfriend? Because after she's gone psycho, you've then got her in the palm of your hands, where she has to apologise, where she has to make up, where she has to do whatever you want. It's
0: controlling. Let's just break this down a bit, because I think there's lots of stuff that you say that's really interesting. Spinners in, 77, and, and then let's go. No, no, go on. Let's marks, mark's like, I'm totally not falling into this trap. <laughs> now. I think there are so many aspects to this that are really challenging and especially as a dad to daughters as well. I, I, you know, look, I completely concur with everything you've said to the girls, you know, losing your shit and, and the vulnerabilities that come with that and the, and the added potential for women of then just being characterized as mad, batshit crazy, extreme, psycho bitch from all these kind of phrases, you know, all that kind of stuff. I think you're absolutely, where does it all come from? You're absolutely right. I think somewhere, in the sort of hallowed, aged, dusty confines of a male brain, there's this idea that what comes with batshit crazy kind of temper tantrums and, and irrational behaviour, et, et cetera, et cetera, is the idea that it's going to be frisky, frenetic, anything goes, fun, good time, all that kind of stuff kind of comes with it. The fact that the reason that woman is potentially like that is because you're an absolute fucking arsehole uh, who's infuriating in every, in every conceivable way gets put to the side. But I do think, I think you know sensible thinking people have kind of moved past even that what was odd about that clip that you sent through to me was it made me really laugh because there is it's that tricky balance between stereotypical truths and not supporting negative stereotypes there are certain truisms and there are what was the phrase i can't remember what the phrase in it was something along the lines of when when a woman when, laughs when Everyone has, everyone has rouse, everyone loses their temper and I think what's quite sweet and quite, quite nice are those characteristics that really sort of do indicate when a woman is Controlling something in a way that's different to say a man. You know, a man, mangry. A man will get mangry, won't they? In a way that a woman won't. And so when a woman laughs, mm. this is the this is the sign of the, the deadly sign. assassin.
1: The sign to step back. <laughs> yeah, you,
0: fuck me. Yeah. You know, it's much more worrying when a woman is is laughing in the middle of something like this than than actually losing their shit. And don't
1: get me wrong. I'm not talking about you know we never lose our shit because that's another that's a whole other ball game, isn't it? Because why can't we lose our shit? Why well, can't we sometimes be in a mood? Why can't we sometimes be angry? But I mean, I would be really like when I was younger. If, if a boy had said to me, "Oh God, my last girlfriend was a right psycho," I wouldn't have seen that as a red flag. Whereas now, I would see that as a, I would I would counsel my daughters mm. to look again to mark that in the back of their head as a little red flag there. Because are you somebody that completely dismisses a person's personality? I've definitely been out with people who, are, who
0: I would have described as have crazy genes and are capable of crazy. But then so too did I. You know, it's like. Well,
1: because, but Mark, I'm af- I'm afraid to say it, that we, 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 and I don't want to use it as an excuse. But it is a big thing within ADHD. And, and often two ADHD people will be drawn to each other, basically. Because there's an inherent understanding of that. Like craziness
0: and madness and we have the you
1: know, we have like rows that when I like when I might say like a few days later, oh god me and Mark, like, people go, What? You said, what? You said what? And I am like oh yeah, because we've like you know, we've 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 got over it because we, we we have those very intense rows that for somebody else could really easily be manipulated and on all the ADHD Instagram accounts I follow. There's a lot of stuff on this, a lot of stuff about one person having ADHD and their partner not and them using that all the time Mm. to manipulate the situation.
0: I think there's two other things about this (coughs) that I'd really like to mention. And and one of them is, is that I think obviously men gaslight women uh, who are, who are, who are, Yeah, we're talking about the psychopath from hell, aren't we? Um, There's a lot of gaslighting which goes on whereby you know if a woman is trying to set down a boundary or a limitation or is having an actually you know the, i was talking to my therapist the other day anger is an emotion you're allowed to feel yeah. anger it's what it's you value do with it emotion. it's what it's how it is how it presents it's what what consequences you just become, result become it.
1: vulnerable because of it yeah
0: and but angry to feel anger is all right that 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 you can't disallow that and so if a woman feels like she's been aggrieved, a boundary's been traversed, she's been taken advantage of, whatever that thing is, a lot of men will just use, use this stereotype as a reason to completely marginalise exactly what, what they're feeling. Exactly.
1: Um, a frog. Bunny boiler was a term used a, a lot. lot when yeah. I was in my teens, yeah, because of the movie. Yeah. And then that was all like, it, it, I felt like a lot of times if you wanted to voice anything, you were dismissed as, as a bunny boiler.
0: But I I I worry, and my advice to the girls, though I, I I haven't, if I'm honest, had this conversation about this specific topic at all with the girls yet. Um, but if I was if this came up and we were sitting around the table, I would I would flag up this possibility. That I think boys who say they like women who are batshit crazy and psycho bitches from hell, you know, in their sort of chat up spiel. Say say they're talking to our girls and they're like, oh yeah, you know, I really like batshit. What I think they're trying to do with that, and I think it's, and they're not necessarily even aware that they're doing this, but what's going on there, I think sometimes is, they're trying to say, they're trying to give permission to the person to lose their shit. They're saying it's all right if you kind of go a bit extreme here or a bit extreme there. And if that girl or young stuff kind of fancies this guy, they'll bring down their own self-protection and allow themselves to perhaps behave in a more compulsive, you know, impulsive fashion. And then there's the bear trap. There's the bear trap where then the boy has you. Because if you do go to that place where they claim they like a batshit crazy person, you go batshit crazy, they can then forever malign you and characterize you and just sort of say you're an utter.
1: Let's read out some comments because lots of people. Good chip lollipop
0: says, "Mad, bad, or sad, we all lean towards one of them." Absolutely mm. right. Uh, Louise Anne, Yeah, or has that boy learnt that it's okay to say that? Could that boy just be saying it to make the new girl think his ex is not a threat and he's very much over her? All depends. Of course, you know. there's yeah. no
1: absolute. That's why I wouldn't, say God, dismiss them and think they're a terrible person, but just keep it as a little possible red flag okay. in the back of your mind and don't just to everyone else oh my god my boyfriend how many times do we have girlfriends that have said oh yeah his ex was a nightmare and then down the line we find out the ex wasn't a nightmare at all and that yeah. y- y- what he did to her is exactly what he's to you we, we do hear that a lot so that's how i counsel the girls on that
0: stuff should we
1: bring up that other article yeah faith goodman
0: says uh how does that batshit crazy come over if it's a man doing it i'm not sure if the man is thought about in the same way just on that yeah we'll bring, we'll bring up this um what about a psycho bastard from hell i do think there's a problem for men and this is a problem and i hate to keep constantly invoking van der rules but it's very very you, much you guys are gonna have to it's stop watching in, it. it's in my head and in my heart a lot at the moment there's a and even when my therapist said this the other day when you feel anger as a man it's really difficult actually genuinely knowing where to position that or if you feel that something's working against you like we had a we had a radio the other day and i was talking normally and of course because of a male voice it was quite easy to say but Martin, your voice is And then, but, but one of the problems I think for men and women is, is the sense that you are constricted and being able to, you're not going to get violent. You're not going to be anything other than I just need to express my opinion. And this is what denotes that I am feeling something different than just feeling normal is how do you do that? How do you do that in a way that isn't damaging, that isn't frightening, isn't, you know, it's, it's, it's tough. And I I do sometimes, I know there are a lot of people who have faith, people with sons and boys. It's a really difficult thing in modern life. I think to know how boys do express, their sort of anger emotions you know because it, it, also
1: peer pressure is there you know if there's one boy out of 10 that really does like a psycho bitch because he likes manipulating there'll be nine boys that say it and don't really mean it yeah. or don't even know what they're saying don't even understand what they're doing
0: um this is a good artist
1: said uh, girls avoid doing these 15 things or fifteen to hide how psycho you really are
0: right. and
1: this is this this journalist said she spoke to um lots of different men and what constitutes and ask them what constitutes a psycho bitch yeah. 15 um,
0: men she spoke to
1: yeah. no no these are 15 points she spoke oh. to uh oh, 15, 15 oh possible. it is oh you're right yeah. oh you're right but it's also 15 points so did you get one point from each yeah, okay. one so go on read out a few
0: so i don't understand these are things to uh, to hide how psycho you so it's a bit lighthearted.
1: Yes. Yeah. so well but also interesting here these are so don't do these things if you are a psycho, because otherwise I'm going to think you. you are one.
0: Don't do these yeah, things. Yeah, these
1: are the tips. These is what if you, you were to do any this of is these, what they'll you think have, you're a psycho. This is what you have to hide gotcha. as a woman so that you're not accused of being a psycho bitch. Just,
0: just gremlins in again today. I'm going to go on to 4G because this ain't working. Just, We're just on 4G. Let me just check how that is. Really bad signal. I know it's, it's fucking annoying today. Um... Are we so back? Annoying. Really bad signal. Sorry, Juby. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, let's just uh, back. Okay, thank you. Um, can
1: you get the... Um, yeah. So, yeah, so these are the things that we're all supposed to do so that we don't get accused of being a psycho bitch. Lots of things we have to do again, girls, to be like, all nice and proper and and, and not too much trouble.
0: Can I say this first one's really funny? because I've been on a date with someone where this happened and I literally wanted to run out of the, run out of the oh, building. God, when going to a restaurant, being told, to, this is the woman, being told you can sit wherever you like, don't point to a table, walk to it, change your mind, point to another table, get to that one, change your mind again, point to another. Just get there and decide that you don't like this restaurant after all and want to leave. Don't do... I, I don't think that's okay, bitch. That's like having an opinion. No, it's... It's it's well, it's well, not like... It's, Fucking annoying that. Uh,
1: when 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 I when we go what? into a restaurant, because he's talking about me, didn't you say. And it's like, I don't care where I sit, but you are very. Don't like, you don't like anyone me. to don't hear put us. This on me. So I'm like, if we go, there, I don't put there, this I'll on do me. Do the, I will don't, walk don't.
0: in. I I will walk in. I, this is how I order on a menu as well. You don't get it because Jane Moore's the same. I will walk into a restaurant. I know exactly where I want to sit, or where we could sit, or should sit, with bearing in mind the privacy that we would also quite like, because people often recognise Nads. And so I will say there, and then we will go into this merry dance of you thinking you want eight million tables, asking for tables that the, the waiters haven't said you could have when there's two of us, oh, and you go for a table four. It's get funny. Get more
1: <laughs> more. <laughs> it's funny. Is that psycho pitch though?
0: Maybe not psycho pitch. Yeah, exactly. Just so this
1: is like. This is like, what this is, is so, like, controlling. It's like, don't do these things I don't like. No. Otherwise, I'm going to think you're a psycho bitch because you're not pliable Julie enough. Julie
0: Hilton does it.
1: And well-behaved enough. This is about behaving very, very well. Do not contact his exes on Facebook to ask or bitch about him. That was fair enough. I just think that that's
0: not a nice Stalking. thing to do. Stalking.
1: I think stalking is a sign
0: of, of psychoness in any way,
1: Hang on. isn't it? Don't turn up someone he somewhere he said he'd be with his friends and say something like, Oh, hi, fancy meeting you here. Yeah, this is where I told you to be.
0: Oh, this is funny. I don't
1: think that's psycho.
0: One of them is arson. Preferably, don't burn his projector home theatre set because he went out drinking with his mates and then upon his return throw him down the stairs. It's not very ladylike.
1: That must have happened to that guy.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, look, Facebook stalking again. Do not punch him in the face for putting his arm around a female. These are these are very. No, these odd. are th-
1: these are too silly. It's I'm more interested in the ones that are like just about personality. Of course, you never punch somebody in the face. Of course, that's just awful. Oh, these are ridiculous. But it's these. It's these. It's it's really about what I think this proves is that psycho bitch can be used to just mould a person. Totally. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't be too emotional. Don't be this. Don't be that. Don't go running down the street, even if I might have been standing saying and tormenting you with and just, just behave. Just sit yeah. quietly. When you go into a restaurant, sit in the table we told. Don't you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think agree. I
1: think it illustrates that quite well. Of back, course.
0: Don't punch anyone in the face. Don't punch anyone. Just going back to 4G. <laughs> going back to going back to wine. A lot
1: of people are feeling this about the restaurant. Yeah. They don't they, they move around because they don't want to sit. That that's that's an idiosyncrasy. Yeah, I that's think it, I think not the yeah.
0: psycho bit. I think it's fair enough. I just hate re- restaurants, mate. I just don't want to sit and have dinner with someone else. That's the that's the problem I have. Not going to lie, I Faith do Goodman act psycho. Says,
1: Wanting you to be beige and bland.
0: Yeah. Oh, I agree. I mean, yeah. I mean, but I also think that yeah, I agree. It's it's a form of control. Of course, it's the whole thing is a form of control. Um, Okay, so that's uh, the uh, psycho women stereotypes. Right, well, I just wanted to quickly talk about, has anyone heard of the Huberman husband? Do you know what a Huberman husband is? No, what is a Huberman husband? A Huberman husband is a, does, well, does anyone here know? We've heard of Vim, is it Vim Hof? Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Vim Hof? Uh, well, this chap, Huberman, uh, Andy Huberman, is it? Or what's his name? It's a solidly male name. He's is it? a
1: neuroscientist, Andrew Huberman. Andrew
0: Huberman. These are the kind of, they're calling it uh, bro diets and Huberman husbands. Guys who get up at 4am in the morning, jump in an ice bath, put on blue goggles, don't look at blue lights, don't look at, at tech. All. Don't, you know, do all of these kind of things, reduce their caffeine intake, all this kind of stuff at the beginning of the day. They're, they're trying to improve their lives so in So are way. they like,
1: is it like the Gwyneth Paltrow, male Gwyneth Paltrow? Yes,
0: yeah. And apparently, I mean,
1: But he has this incredible title of being a neuroscientist. He does. And he, which does make me look up a bit more, so you uh, know about the brain. Mm.
0: Yeah. I That's just it. wanted to ask, I suppose we don't have enough men here to really ask, but I mean, for me, I find it really intimidating and overwhelmingly masculine in a different way to sort of the kind of toxic masculinity that a lot a lot of men don't like I don't know uh, one thing that I did like about Andrew Huberman though is when he gives these talks and he does this podcast and yeah it's you get it, it's second, all about self-care Most and,
1: popular, po- po- huge
0: podcast yeah, behind Joe me. Rogan who as the article points out Joe Rogan may be popular but he also promoted all sorts of kind of strange conspiracy theories too um is it Joe Rogan I think that's his name yes, Andrew Huberman does things like that. I thought this detail told me a lot, though, about him. He covers his tattooed arms from his punk past because he feels it sends out the wrong kind of masculine signal, which I, I kind of, I quite like that. That immediately made me think, oh, okay. Anyway, I just thought this was interesting. It's, it seems to be, it seems to me, when I look at people like Vim Hof and then I looked at footage of this guy, Andrew Huberman, mm. why do I find oh, look. them?
1: that's really interesting read that one mark suzanne someone oh God, I've got my glass. someone somewhere my husband has biohacking obsession my husband has fallen down this hole it's almost a cult what's biohacking? biohacking is this very thing what is that well it's when you you sort of hack into your biology and right. you do you know dina falls into the hole I can fall into the hole, like, you do all these different things just to try and live longer. Getting up at 4am oh, yeah, yeah, to have yeah, a yeah, nice yeah, bath. Yeah, yeah. You know, having a magnesium, vitamin D, da-da-da, putting shots. It's just, it's just trying to hack your biology
0: so, uh, what, uh, what so point that point is nothing
1: just... bad happens to you. But, so, I think it comes from a place of fear.
0: So, where, so when, is it, when is wellness and all this stuff good, mm. and when does it become biohacking and bad?
1: Well, I mean, I think, I think I think it's just not one thing or the other. I think that you can easily tip into obsession as someone somewhere. Give us some more detail if you can fascinate someone somewhere. I, I think I mean, Indina will say this about herself. I'm not betraying any trust. She says that she can get really obsessional about it, about so she'll go to one thing and it's like, oh, God, I must do this because otherwise this happens to you. And then she goes to the next thing she gets in it. She has a really vast knowledge of all the wellness things going on. And women have been doing this for a very long time.
0: Catherine Brennan it's, says it's cult-like, it's obsessive. I have to confess, cult. I think there is an obsessive aspect to this. I mean, apparently, you don't have to trend... be
1: obsessive to get up at 4am, jump into a cold bath.
0: Absolutely. But I think apparently there's a, a trending on TikTok or something on TikTok that's trending. And I wondered whether this was something fun we could have fun with is the idea of being married to a Huberman husband is, yeah. is the idea that they're dragging you to this place of so-called kind of holistic, fertility and pureness and purity well we had against your will
1: we had a letter that uh in our agony aunt and uncle podcast way way back it which it wasn't so much biohacking but our husband was was obsessed i think it was with the atkins Mm. diet do you remember Mm. and he it was like completely ruling his life and he also wanted it to rule her life any obsession is very difficult within a relationship because you if you're not sharing that obsession you're going to feel excluded so for instance if your husband is insisting that he gets up at four o'clock in the morning to have an ice bath everyone in the and he's awake. got to go to bed at seven so that he gets the optimum amount of sleep and he's only going to eat nuts and lettuce and think that's huge Fuck off. that's that's Sorry. like that's like somebody almost having an affair because it's taking all the attention and all the joy and all the everything out
0: of I just out think of it. Relation. I think it's yet another example of me, 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 selfish, 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 selfish. I mean, all things we all do yes, have Michelle. to happen in conjunction to exactly. other people. Catherine Cronin says, sometimes it looks like cross-addictive behaviour. That's what it, I it think. Is,
1: I think it is addictive behaviour. Obsessive behaviour. It, it is addictive. And, and it can be almost like a self-harming thing that you're like so frightened of death. Uh, who was there that just brought up the guy that we talked about on Loose Women, the one that's reverted his Biologic biological mm. age to 18 he's 40.
0: yeah he's but mentioned he, it a lot of these he yeah.
1: eats next to nothing and he has to go to bed by eight o'clock every night and he you know and you think well and he's married and you think well
0: what but isn't to the you? idea of all of this, it seems to be that there's an yeah. obsession with living for longer, rather than what the quality of that exactly. life is, rather than the obsessive exactly. aspect of it.
1: If you're never spending time with other human no. beings past eight o'clock at night, yeah. what kind of a life is it? I don't want a life like that.
0: And finally, to I mean, 100, 100, the reason I was- 100 to live to a, 100, 120. I mean, it's, that's like a penitentiary, it's like a, with zero fun. Why would you want a life sentence to all of that shit? You'd want to get out of it as soon as possible
1: it is is hard to find a balance though when we're given so much information like you know we look at the news every day Mm. and there's constantly articles isn't there about Mm. these 15 exercises these 10 foods these and then you go onto instagram wow so much information and i do have to be really mindful with myself because i'm like oh my god i'll go here i'll go there